0: Sometimes tail insurance can feel like a ball and chain for a healthcare provider, and for good reason. It's an expensive yet critical part of ensuring your long-term protection against malpractice claims. Many times tail can feel like a huge hurdle for doctors who are considering making a change with their malpractice coverage. In fact, some doctors feel handcuffed to their current insurance because they're just too worried about their tail to even consider making a change to their coverage. We often get the question, do I need to purchase tail insurance before I switch malpractice carriers? In today's episode, we're going to answer this question for you and give an example of what this might look like in real life. Plus, we'll educate you on two exceptions that you need to be aware of so that you can confidently consider malpractice alternatives in the years ahead. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. All right, let's jump in. When a doctor is considering making a change to his or her malpractice coverage, the issue of tail nearly always comes up. Unless you are insured on an occurrence policy form, tail insurance will always be something you'll need to consider as you modify your coverage year by year. But let's say your current malpractice insurance just isn't meeting your needs anymore. Maybe you wanna start doing work in another state and they won't cover it. Or perhaps they've raised their rates significantly and you just wanna make a change. So how does that affect your tail? Well, in most instances, a doctor does not need to buy tail insurance to switch their malpractice coverage to a new carrier. Most malpractice insurance carriers offer prior acts or nose coverage, which allows you to carry forward your current policy retroactive date, transferring that liability to the new carrier for any potential claims for services rendered back to that retro date. Now, be sure to remember, by continuing your coverage with the new insurance company, this does not negate the need for tail. It simply defers it. You just don't have to buy the tail right now. If after a few years, you find that you need to change your insurance again, you can simply repeat the process. So here's an example of what this might look like in real life. Let's say that we have a brand new dermatologist who buys a claims-made insurance policy for the very first time on January 1, 2010. Her first-year policy will run from January 1, 2010 to January 1, 2011, and the policy's retroactive date will be January 1, 2010, which is the original inception date of the coverage. Let's say this doctor continues with the same insurance company and renews her policy for 10 years. So she renews in 2012, 2013, 2014, and so on. But after 10 years, the carrier's rates have gone up quite a bit, and now she wants to make a change. So on January 1st, 2020, our dermatologist switches to a new insurance carrier. But since she doesn't want to buy her tail right now, she asks her new carrier to pick up her prior acts, which means they'll use her current policy retroactive date of January 1st, 2010 on their policy going forward. When they do this, the risk transfers to the new insurance company, and they are now responsible for any future filed claims for services that she rendered back to the start date of her practice. Now, let's say she stays with this new company for 10 years, and her practice has grown quite substantially. So now she wants to open two new offices one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast, but her insurance carrier does not cover those areas so she must switch her insurance again. She finds a new insurance carrier that can cover all of the locations that she plans on working in, and again, she asks for claims-made coverage with prior acts. The new insurance carrier approves her application and picks up that original policy retroactive date of January 1, 2010, and continues her coverage going forward. As long as the carrier continues to pick up the original policy retroactive date, you do not need to buy tail insurance when you switch companies. Our dermatologist has now practiced for 20 years and had three different malpractice carriers, but has not had to buy tail insurance at all yet. Now let's say that she works for nine more years and is ready to retire. Finally, we're to the point where she must secure tail insurance. She cancels her insurance policy on January 1st, 2039. When she obtains her TAIL, it will cover her from her policy retroactive date, which is January 1st, 2010, to her cancellation date, which is January 1st, 2039. TAIL insurance is a forward-looking policy, so it will cover her for any future filed claims for services that she rendered during that window of time. So, as you can see, it's possible for a provider to change malpractice insurance companies even multiple times and still not have to buy tail insurance. But a word of caution for you here. While it's true that most of the time you can continue your claims made coverage without having to buy tail, there are some situations when you may not have that option. So let's look at those next. Here are the two main reasons why you may not be able to continue your claims-made coverage if you switch carriers. First, if you are employed and leaving the practice, chances are the group will require you to buy tail when you leave. Why? Because they want to close out the risk completely when you walk away. If they allowed you to continue the coverage on your own, and then you let the insurance lapse or never ended up buying your tail down the road, then that leaves them exposed. For this reason, it's pretty standard that providers will have to tail out when they leave their group or employer. The second reason why you may not be able to carry forward your coverage is if your risk has changed significantly. If you were previously insured for work as an OBGYN and now you're only doing office gynecology, the new insurance carrier may not want to pick up those prior acts because that exposure is a higher risk than what you'll be doing going forward. Sometimes this also happens when a provider is relocating. If you're moving from a higher risk area to a lower risk area, let's say you're moving from New York City to Tucson, Arizona the insurance carrier may not want to pick up the prior acts from that higher rated area or an area that they generally just don't cover. If you're moving to or from a fund state, such as Indiana, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Kansas, etc., the intricacies of those states may make it difficult for an underwriter to approve any prior acts coverage. So if you're relocating from a fund state or moving into a fund state, chances are you will not be able to continue your prior act's coverage. This can be a lot for a doctor to remember, but don't worry. A knowledgeable malpractice insurance agent can help you navigate the situation. And if you don't have an agent, we are here to help. If you have any questions on this topic, or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at Aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. Be sure to stick with us to follow along. And if you haven't done so already, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? Your feedback and support helps us to reach more people. And we're really grateful for your clicks and your kind words. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.